Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. I am the creator of Dream Business Academy, Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, host of this podcast, Dream Business Radio. I sense you're, sense you're picking up on the whole Dream Business theme here. I've got a really fun guest today, Victoria Anderson, who I met through uh, my longtime associate and friend, Adam Homey. Now, uh, Victoria Anderson is the creator of the Leap Into Your Story um, podcast, and she also helps people leap into their story, helps people get their book written. In addition to being a course creator, educator, and host of the popular Leap Into Your Story podcast, she's also the author of three books, and I'll ask her about those. She currently lives in central New Mexico with her husband, her cats. Well, there's another connection with that right there, and wildlife that roam through her yard. Boy, so much to ask her. Victoria, how are you doing today? Fantastic, Captain Jim. It's a great pleasure and an honor to be chatting with you today. And yes, Adam and I have the cat connection. Yes. Well, there you go. <laughs> He's the prize cat daddy. I guess you maybe you're the cat mommy or yes, however yes. that works. <laughs> Both so, domestic and wild sometimes. <laughs> oh, is that right? So you have wild cats? Is that when you, I think I yeah, read. Yeah, there's, there's been where I am. We, we tend to get an assortment of uh, wildlife. I think probably the most um, adventurous one actually was a brown bear going through our backyard. My goodness! <laughs> and that that bear traveled like sixty plus miles to make it. Wow! Um, so that was quite a trek. But now yeah, I, I have... think I, w- I was reading on your website. Uh, you, did you you grew up and born and raised in, El- in Los Angeles? Is that right? I did. Mm-hmm. Wow! What 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 brought you to Mexico? Well, um, my husband and I had a very successful antique business mm-hmm. in uh, Southern California, and we we worked with the studios. We had a not only we had an off camera clientele with prop people, but we had like a list ce- celebrities too, like Johnny Depp and Alice Cooper and and some of those big names as well. But um, things started to kind of flatline um, to a point where the businesses for studios began to dwindle because they, they did a lot of production in Canada. Oh. And we heard that New Mexico was going to be the next big LA hub. Oh, is that um, right? Mm-hmm. Did, Back did then, that... this is, yeah, 15 years ago. And just so did that pan out? Did you guys uh, start? Well, not exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about the queen of pivoting. Um, We had networked with a studio out here who was supposed to partner us up because they heard great things about us. But by the time we actually moved out here, the studio went under. It was a smaller studio. And I guess um, the big boom, which actually is happening now, didn't happen 15 years ago. I see. So we had to pivot and, uh, you know, 
pretty much try to re regroup. We did uh, some, re we tried to start up a retail business out here to try to support some of the studios in Albuquerque, but we were a little too far off the beating path mm -hmm. from where we can afford our retail uh, space. So we just sort of moved our business into online wholesale. Uh, we partnered with other people who did work with the studios um, and just kind of filtered and, and kind of regrouped. But wow. this, yeah, this downtime was kind of a blessing for me because it gave me this opportunity to, you know, write my books, uh, finish them. I had started, I had completed one, but I didn't get it edited. And I, it gave me this reflection time and the regrouping to put together uh, the two other books. And what was the first book you wrote? My first book was, uh, it's Touched. Uh, and they're all memoirs and uh, it's a journey. I had started out um, with a journey to kind of capture all the paranormal things that were going on. And when our business started to um, dwindle in, in California, I started to journal because, mm. you know, it just, it just seems so odd that we were on this upswing. We we had been featured in magazines and and interviewed by local newspapers, and then just to see it all kind of start to dissolve. It was that must kind have of been almost, hard. Yeah, it was like losing a a child. You had worked on this baby for yeah. so long, and then um, that's why we had decided to move to New Mexico to try to recapture that. Okay. So, the, the journey started with basically journaling. And while this was all going on, this just weird spike of paranormal. So I just was trying to make sense of what was going on. Does this spike in all this weird dreams and premonitions? You know, what, what does this all mean? And so I had taken these journals with me and, um, started to just formulate them into the first book, um, which I said I had a rough draft, but wasn't until I actually got here and when it all fell apart with the rest of the studios, I get, this is, this is looking like not a good course for us. Something is telling us probably we had our time with mm -hmm. that business and we needed to pivot and start looking at other options. So when you, so you wrote your first book um, and then how long after that did you write the second and the third? Uh, let's see. Well, I wrote, yeah, it's, I'm thinking it was um, two years. It takes me two years to eat, to do each book. So two years from the first one that I had completed, I had the second book draft, which is trial by fire. And then two years from that was the third book, which is mastering the paradox. Wow. So when, so as an author of three books, and you know, this is kind of what you're doing with your time, I guess. Uh, but I also know you've been an entrepreneur since childhood, basically. Yes. I guess I guess you have the lemonade stand or I don't know what you did. Yeah, I actually had it's funny that I ended up in the antique business because it was a resale business. I would buy stuff at other people's yard sales around the, the hood, and then I would sell them for two and three times what I bought it for. <laughs> wow. Good for you. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, I'm, I'm very familiar with the field. I, I have one of my companies is Success Advantage Publishing. We most 
we work mostly with entrepreneurs, helping them write their their nonfiction book, their business books. Um, but you know, the old saying is, oh, I've got a book in me. I've got to get my book out. And you, you know, I, you, you had yours going. Did you see that now that you became a, a, a multi, multi-book author, did you see the need that maybe you could help other people absolutely. get their book done? Absolutely. Matter of fact, uh, after my first book, uh, I had people going, coming to me and going, I have to do this. You know, tell me how, where do I get started? I have to do this. And, and I just, my advice is just do it. And here are some steps. So I actually got into a little bit of coaching mm-hmm. right after that um, with some, some of my peers and both near and far, and they were able to, you know, still uh, get through their book. I mean, there's still, it's a writing process, especially memoir is very personal. So it's right. not like, um, uh, like a non uh, fiction step-by-step where you go, here's 10 steps, you can do it. But I will tell you with memoir writing, it is a little challenging because in order to have a really compelling author um, to reader engagement, you kind of have to get into the, the weeds of things that are very uncomfortable. Right. And you have to work through all those, you relive all those hurtful memories. But when you come out of it, there's quite a cathartic healing that every memoir writer will tell you that has. I'm, I'm just guessing. Byproduct. I'm guessing, Victoria, when you were coaching some of your clients, it was not how to write the book, but why it's important and what Correct. the benefit will be from what you just said. Yes. And also, too, I mean, you don't want it to be kind of a kiss and tell book. You, mm-hmm. There's a way to. Uh, write your memoir, even with, you know, the not so nice people and have them extract going, well, this was hurtful, but what did you learn? Did it push you to a, to a level that you didn't think you're going to get through and, and how to tastefully craft some of the not so nice um, people in their book too. So they're not necessarily looking like a total jerk, but you know, you want to capture how it is, and you don't want to sugarcoat anything, but there is a, a tasteful presentation of those not so nice people that you can do. Sure. When did you write the first book, Touched, or I should say, when did you publish it? Um, well, it was actually, I wrote it, I started it, the journey for writing Touch was started in 2006. Okay. I signed a contract in 2014 with a publisher, and I had already had the the two kind of manuscripts ready for, um, you know, submitting my queries and things. And my third book was still super rough Mm -hmm. and they had decided to take all three of them. But this was when a time where uh, publishers, there was a mindset that, you know, paper's dead and nobody's going to want paper, you know, save the trees. You know, nobody's going to want that. We're all, so these publishers, a lot of publishers went just, ebook only. Well, somewhere the, the industry pivoted and now the, the demand for paper was still there because, you know, you, you can't carry your mobile device on an airplane and keep it, you know, on and when certain you're in certain altitudes and you need a paper book or, you know, some companies don't allow um, devices Right. And you need a paper book. So this business, the uh, publishing uh, mindset of E only needed to think real fast. And the print on demand 
uh, software was super expensive. I mean, they were, they used to be like a million dollars and I think they got them down to half a million. And I know my publisher was trying to secure one for 250 K and they ultimately says, you know, it's going to be delayed, delayed, delayed. And then they just dropped off the planet. So with that, <laughs> oh I was like, well, do I start all over? Do I want to send out query letters and do it that way? Or should I try out this self-publishing stuff? So guess what I did? <laughs> you self-published. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I have never regretted it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I have full control. And of people who know me personally, I love control. <laughs> yeah. Victoria, what do you think are some of the misconceptions people have about writing a book? Like the ones that think, oh, I'd like to have a book someday. I know I got a book in me, blah, blah, blah. What are what's holding them back? You know, there's quite a bit of fear that goes into it. Um, you know, they think they're not good enough, not smart enough. They don't know anything about storytelling. Um you know, sometimes they're worried about what people might say. I know I had somebody even recently going, well, you, I, I heard so-and-so read your book and you, you were kind of, uh, you didn't leave out any details. Aren't you worried about people around you talking about, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason for the book. <laughs> yes. I says, well, if, and that was another thing too, is I didn't realize who, who wanted to read my story. I, I had family members, friends. I, I do, I even do real estate. I had clientele, real estate clientele. I was like, Oh my goodness. They all loved it. Nobody was, they were just blown away. This is, you know, we knew that you were a multi, you had a multi um, level of talent, but you can definitely write. And well, I that must have made you feel good. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. I mean, these, these are the dialogue that people tell them they're not good enough. They're afraid that nobody's going to read it. Um, they think that they don't have enough of schooling or they don't have enough of time. I think it all comes down to fear. Fear is the main factor. Right. Um, disguised as, as some other excuse. Yeah. So I know you um, created the Leap Into Your Story podcast, and I believe you have a Leap Into Your Story uh, course to help people write their books. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, yes, that's my brand new course. Um, I had decided that in order to better get my reach in is to do a course so I can pretty much do one to many instead of one on one. And this okay. allows that flexibility. And it's kind of a unique course. Um, first of all, it's super quick because in my research to do writing courses a couple of years ago, long even before, of course, I must have been feeling something just as the pandemic was moving in because everybody was looking for courses to take. But 2019, I took some courses and they were great courses. But it's almost 2022 and I haven't finished them and I'm pretty ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> so what I realized is that it's not so much putting the content in there because it, it, it was great content, but it was fire hosed. And 
And I'm a pretty seasoned writer and these were beginner levels. And I really thought there was probably too much content in them for a beginner to, di to digest and feel overwhelmed. So what I did was I took some of my personal practices, which is the mindset, I call it the three M's. So you have the first part is a little bit of mindset slash uh, like life coach information okay. where I dive into pretty much the things that we just discussed, like the fear factor and the feelings of inadequacy. Are and these video trainings? They are. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's 35 modules, but they go super quick because they have just been streamlined to just get to the just get to the bullet points, basically, mm -hmm. <laughs> where a, a beginning student and this is set up for doesn't matter who you are, if you're a memoir writer, fiction, nonfiction, if you've had training, or not trained. I mean, it is mainly a beginner course, but there's also parts in it that I think a seasoned writer who needs a little refresher or reminder of certain tips and tricks that can help them progress too. Okay. And then the, the M section is the mechanisms, you know, how to uh, construct a story. Uh, what does that look like? There's a blueprint. And then finally, toward the end, I go into something that I wish I had as a new writer, especially considering self-publishing, is some of the easy steps and, and um, suggested tips if you do self-publishing and easy marketing. Because if you have a great story, you know, the, the talk about a misconception is that if you write it, they'll come. Not necessarily. <laughs> you <laughs> That's have true. To, you have to tell your peeps basically about yourself, what your story is, and put yourself out there. Um, I tell my order. clients all the time when they finish their book and they're like slumping in the chair, taking a big sigh of relief. I said, wait a minute, we're only at the 50 yard line. Yeah. <laughs> the, the book is the <laughs> Now we got to get the rest of the way yeah. there. Yes. So the last M is the marketing core and some just easy, easy steps, you know, free steps and that aren't too challenging because this, again, is the beginner course. They should be able to finish it in a couple of hours and jump into the writing because you want to keep that excitement and momentum because if it takes them two years to finish it, there's there's momentum lost. <laughs> So you said the whole course is a couple hours. They can get through it in a couple hours. Absolutely. Oh, wow. That's yes, good. And I have tips. I have steps. I have examples. So I was real strategic and what a beginner um, can find helpful that they just need. I mean, they don't need the whole uh, long drama of explanation. It's this is how you start the book. This is how you think about the, the um, how you want to present the people in the first part what kind of action you want to put in your middle part and what's your resolution at the ending. And there's some nice step-by-steps in there and exercises they can do to keep them moving, keep that mo momentum and excitement going. Victoria, how do you help people with blank page syndrome staring you know, at the empty screen? That that's in there too. <laughs> oh, wow. 
I will share that with you. What you do is you just simply write. And for the blank paper, and I address that in there, is just put your why statement. So just keep writing down your why. Because sooner or later, your why is going to, because that blank paper is really fear. Mm. So you just keep writing your why and eventually it will sink in. And then it's going to be like the dam has burst. You almost don't even want to stop writing. Yeah. What's your advice on um, hiring an editor? Well, uh, that's also covered in there too. I go into definitions of editing because I never knew. I mean, I knew you had to get it editing, you know, the edited done, but I didn't know there's different levels. So you know, it depends if you are, I think, a beginner, it's probably a good idea to have somebody who does not only the proofreading, editing, but the developmental, because one of the most important things outside of typos, because I typos are kind of secondary and there's a margin of error that allowed in self-publishing. Uh, I mean, you want it all pretty and perfect, but really the key to keep your reader engaged is to have somebody at developmental that makes sure your story's on point, your flow's good, and it's making sense to somebody from the outside in reading it. What about length? Uh, I understand uh, books of, you know, today are, are shorter mm -hmm. because, you know, people are short on time and people don't necessarily want to pick up a 300 page book. What, what about yeah. the size of a book? Well, here's the thing. Touched was over 500 pages. Wow. <laughs> so when the uh, publisher goes, yeah, no, you, you have to at least cut down 100. So we tried to cut down 100. Nope. Kept windling it. Um, so I think the final count was 300, which is still too, too high. Yeah. Um, trial by fire is cut down to about 231 and mastering the paradox I got it down to 150. There you go. So, You're going in the right direction. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so yes, you, it's like it says, writing's probably the only thing, the more you do, the better you get. I mean, that's true. Quant quantity produces quality. And each time you write a book, you learn new things. That's, you understand things differently and better. You get better and better. Wow. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, Victoria, it's but, been a, it's just yeah. a, the uh, half hour has flown by. I'm sure people want to, um, where can they listen to your podcast? And if they want to check out your course, can you um, let them know that, please? Absolutely. I'd love to. Yeah, you can uh, find my podcast, The Leap Into Your Story podcast on very, pretty much, I think I'm on all the podcast um, platforms. You can also, and it is a, a video podcast, so you can go to either YouTube or my website, leapintoyourstory.com and see the vodcast of it. Uh, you can also check out the course uh, if you want and, and give that a try. That's the leapintoyourstory.com dot, oh, pardon me, I didn't say that right. Leapintoyourstory.thinkific.com. And if you're interested in trying a sample, I do have a free course at the leap in, at my website, theleapintoyourstory.com forward slash gifts to give that a try as well. 
Very good. Victoria, thank you so much for being my guest this week. I greatly appreciate it. Oh, thank you. It's been fun, Captain Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Victoria Anderson from Leap Into Your Story and then just add podcast, course, book, et cetera. So Leap Into Your Story. Just remember that. And um, you can connect with me at GetJimPalmer.com. That's my home base, GetJimPalmer.com. If you're interested in the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, that's DreamBizCoaching, DreamBizCoaching.com. But until this time next week, I am Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach. You take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free dream business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.